This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Hedua, the Home Educating Family Association, and the creators of the Well-Planned Day Planner. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. To go. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel. On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. And we want to welcome you to episode number 63. I love homeschooling, but my kids don't. That's a great idea. That's a funny one. Is it like I'm I'm saying that? Is that why it's funny? (laughs) Nah. Hey, you know, we're in the studio tonight on a warm summer evening uh, doing what we do best. I'm drinking a nice hot cup of coffee. My lovely, beautiful wife is across the studio. And it's a Thursday, so she is about to fall asleep. Droopy-eyed, yeah. So let's uh, let's see if we can keep her awake, curlers. We have a couple things right off the bat we want to do, and one is to give a shout out to our listener, Cindy Newman. Cindy Newman sent us two coffee thermoses. People, <laughs> these are homeschooling yeah. IRL thermoses. Ken, do you want to grab them really quick? So what I love about these is she put custom slogans on the back. The back of mine says, drink more coffee. Yeah. And actually, what's really great, so they have the logos, and then Fletcher says, drink more. Oh, well, we're assuming it's for you. Because well, I wouldn't clearly say, drink more coffee. Me. And the other one says, shift your hope right back on to Jesus. Yeah, those are super cool. Thank yeah. you, Cindy, for sending to us. Now, do I am I right in assuming she has a shop set up? Yes, she does. This so. is the cool thing. So Cindy is making these. She has an Etsy shop set up just for homeschooling IRL. This is so much fun, you guys. So hurdlers, if you want your own homeschooling IRL travel mug, you need to go to our show notes this week on the homeschooling IRL website because we'll have that link to Cindy's Etsy shop. Yeah, and who doesn't want a travel mug for homeschooling IRL? <laughs> Speaking of travel oh, coffee I can mugs, think of yeah. I can think of people. You know what to put in your coffee travel mug is Caroline's, Caroline's coffee. coffee. Nice transition. Ah. Hey, Caroline's Coffee is a sponsor of the Homeschooling IRL podcast. And I cannot emphasize this enough. You need to go over and support them so that they continue to support us. We love having advertisers and supporters who uh, provide a lot of cool things for us that we can then share with you. And some of that is just the resources to continue to do great shows. Carolinescoffee.com. When you check out, use the code H-I-R-L and you'll get 10% off your order, which is cheaper than buying coffee in your store and it's really good coffee i cannot emphasize it enough and then go put it in one of these cool mugs so the thing is we're we're free you 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 know you just pay nothing to listen which is kind of fun maybe that's what we're worth i don't know (laughs) (laughs) they're worth way more than free (laughs) but it does cost us to produce these shows and so when you support sponsors like caroline's and hedua this month as well that is a huge help to us and speaking of sponsoring, the other thing you can do for your free podcast that we're providing is head on over to iTunes and leave a review. And I've been shouting this out the last couple of weeks, and you people are listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our rankings are going up, which is just what I'm hoping for. 
So now when I put homeschooling in the search bar on iTunes, we pop right up. Yay. We're one of the number one ever pop up. Great. But here's a review that came in from Central Asia. Matter of fact, the username is Mom in Central Asia. And the topic is a blessing for homeschool parents. And she happened to give us a five-star review, which is what we ask for. This podcast delivers encouragement for those who are struggling, which, let's be honest, is most of us, wisdom and insight in areas we might feel uncomfortable discussing, and a kick in the pants for the times we judge others and take our focus off of the gospel. Uh, Mom in Central Asia, she gets the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, (laughs) because how many times we say, get your eyes back on Jesus? Yeah. So she goes on to say, my family is very much alone. The only American family we know of who is also homeschooling in our overseas city of 400,000. But I feel like I can be a part of the bigger homeschool community by being part of the listenership. Keep up the good work, Fletch and Kendra. Hey, mom in Central Asia, we will keep up the good work. And thanks for listening. Thanks for being one of our international listeners. That's super cool. That is. And I'll, I actually will think of her quite a bit because that's something to feel yeah. like. I mean, you're the only homeschooling family in a large city across the world. So you know what? We're praying for you. We'd love to pray for our hurlers. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of about six reviews that came in this week, and they were all positive, and they were hey. all really fun. I'm not going to read all of them. That's great. Um, but I just really want to thank. I like the I like the one that said this, though, Kendra. I don't know if I told you. Uh, I'm no longer scared to have conversations with my kids about real topics. And then she, <laughs> Read then she went on. Yeah, she went yeah. on to say, well, maybe a little nervous still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was from, I'm not even going to try and guess the username. It's one of those, oh, no, it was easy. It's just, it looks like a bunch of letters, but it's trying to be fit. Hey, so, great. Clearly not my username. I'm I did, not you can to see that, that that I'm not yeah. <laughs> I'm not going on and doing these because that wouldn't be my username. <laughs> like trying no, to be okay. round. <laughs> so this is part of real life. Um maybe I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before that um I'm an old ballerina and so I actually take ballet class a couple times a week. Um which, you know, I don't look like it, <laughs> but I do. Yes, you do. You uh, do to me. Okay. So anyways, um we had two months off and anybody who knows when you take time off working out Oh my goodness! I cannot walk up the stairs today. I had a class yesterday. Sitting in a hard wooden seat tonight as well. Today, and I'm like, I am so old or something because, like, I can't, I can't even sit on the toilet. Wow! (laughs) So before, badly, you know, before we get on with the show, you've done something cool on homeschooling in real life. I want people to go on and check out the videos we've been posting. Oh yeah, they've been so fun. Oh yeah, and you were just reminding me when you said dancing. There's this new video we put up of Christian and Joe dancing. And it is hysterical. And you know what, hurlers, Christian and Joe need, they need, listen again, they need to do ridiculously funny things. Because <laughs> last night, Christian pushed our window oh. out of its frame in our kitchen. Yeah. It fell into the kitchen and slammed on a chair and shattered. Yeah. Okay. Did, awesome. we, did we not remind everybody that we were trying to sell our house? I don't know where our kids are missing this. Joe, let me just, I'm going to use one word. $270 later. And the thing is, I spent a buck 75 on a wiffle bat and ball, and we've been playing backyard baseball the last couple of nights. Kid. <laughs> Took that wiffle bat with him, leaned against the window. Yeah. So that dollar seventy five wiffle bat ends up costing us two hundred and seventy bucks. Yeah. One word for Joe. You ready for this word? <sighs> Sharpie. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. All right. So yeah. let's get on with our show. For no, no, wait, night. wait, wait. wait. Let's go back to Joe. Oh. Joe, I sent him out to the garage the other day to pick up the shoe rack mess. We have these shoe racks in our garage where people keep their shoes, right? Well, and in theory, he, I said, Joe, you need to pick those up, put them back on the shoe racks. No, no. 
No, somehow in Joe's brain, it was easier to trek them to the other side of the garage and throw them all into over. A pile. Yeah, into a yeah. pile over. And meanwhile, find the popcorn machine with like yeah. what weak stale popcorn. Take that out all over the floor as well. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. Boys, all right, folks. boys, yeah. we'll have an upcoming. Hey, episode. we have a great one coming up on boys. <laughs> Another one Not, on boys. Uh, is it a? Uh, is it Helen? No, we're going to do a separate one on boys. We're going to talk again because these guys just do ludicrous things. Yep. It's time to move on with this topic for tonight. So let's uh, enough with the fluff, okay? Yeah. <laughs> let's All right. uh, let's Fluffless. get going. You know we have loved working with Hedua, the Home Educating Family Association, and one of my favorite things was the access that they gave us to their employees behind the scenes. We've been talking about a lot of their products, Family Magazine, and as school gets ready to begin, we really wanted to focus in on some of their planners. And one of the people I wanted to meet in the company is someone that was behind the scenes that was actually responsible for bringing it all together. My name is Ann Hibbard, and I am Senior Editor of Content at Hedua. As we have come to expect from Hedua, Ann is not just an employee. But like everyone at Hedgewa, she's a homeschool mom right in the trenches. Uh, I'm the mother of three incredible children. They're aged 14, almost 12, and almost 9. So I began the discussion with Anne by asking her about the well-planned day planner and whether it provides flexibility. There are so many different ways to homeschool. Does the well-planned day allow for flexibility in different homeschooling styles, different personality styles? I mean, is this customizable? I see it as very customizable, and this is one of the things that really attracted me to it in the first place, because I have not ever homeschooled like any of my friends. My homeschool technique has always been unique. I I do not homeschool like my mother homeschooled. I am a second-generation homeschooler, and my technique is very different from hers. But I was able to jump in and use this immediately, and most of my friends who I have passed the planner on to have been able to do the same thing. So I see it as very customizable for different techniques and different methods. One of the things we've discovered is that because these planners were created by homeschoolers, they are actually more than just an hour-by-hour planner, but they are tools that you can use in homeschooling to make it easier. Uh, this ability to give moms a tool where their kids can be self-sufficient, they can have the plan sitting in front of them for their curriculum for the day, uh, this really is a tool that could help uh, moms in that way too, right? It is very much so. Uh, and in fact, that's the way that I deal with uh, most of my children, they learn to be responsible for their own uh, obligations and their own assignments. It's exceedingly helpful. It saves us a lot of time. All right, Hurlers, you need to go check out these planners and all of the other great products from Family Magazine to Deer Magazine. You can follow the link in our show notes on this episode, or you can go directly to their website. It's hedua.com the Home Educating Family Association. Please go check them out. They're a great company and they offer great products for homeschoolers. Fletch, we are talking about 
loving homeschooling or wanting to homeschool, but having kids who are resistant or just plain don't like it. Yeah, and if you remember, this came in from an email from a listener. Actually, was it a Facebook message? I forget what we think. I think it was an email. And again, if you want to email us, it's uh, info at homeschoolingirl.com. So this came in from Eileen, and Eileen has this. She says, I have a question for you, possible podcast topic. My husband and I are planning to homeschool our current third and sixth grade daughters in the fall. That's right around the corner. They're currently in public school. My sixth grader does not want to homeschool. She is desperate to go to middle school next year. She's currently in intermediate school, fifth and sixth grade. My husband and I have prayed about it and have had numerous discussions. And while wanting to respect her feelings, for many reasons, we feel homeschooling is the right decision. I homeschooled our son from second grade through high school, so I have experience with it. What do you do when your child is reluctant or does not want to homeschool at all? I'd love to hear you talk about this on your podcast. Thanks. Eileen in Wisconsin. Oh, well, don't you know? Is that something that like, a Wisconsin <laughs> person would say? No, pass the cheese curds. Pass the cheese curds? That's what they'd yeah, say. Yeah, okay, because yeah. I was, what is it? Uh, what's the, is it Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Is yeah. that it? Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Yeah. Chenille, Shimazel, Hots and Pepper Incorporated. Okay. <laughs> da, 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 okay, so Kendra goes with Laverne and Shirley. You know who I'm going to go with. Give us any chance, we'll take it. Okay, I'm gonna, does everybody not know this song? Are we that wait, old okay, that nobody knows this song? It's time to insert the song right here. One, two, three, four, five. That's Laverne and Shirley, the theme song. Laverne and Shirley, yes. I'm going with the other one. TV show when I was a kid. You know, thank you, Eileen, for getting us way on this rabbit hole. But um, <laughs> I'm I'm going to go uh, down the path of Wayne's World. <laughs> Ooh, Wayne's. Are they from Wisconsin? Um, no, <laughs> they're not. But okay, they went so? to a concert there. You remember? And that one <laughs> clip from uh, I think it's Aerosmith. They're like. You know, oh, they're from Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. So I'll I'll play that clip here. So we'll have competitive clips. My name is Wayne, and this is Garth. Nice to meet you guys. So, do you come to Milwaukee often? Well, I'm a regular visitor here, but Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. The French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with the Native Americans. In fact, isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. Well, as you can see, that was not Aerosmith. That was Alice Cooper. But that was Wayne's World. All right, enough fooling around. Let's get on with the topic. So, Eileen, <laughs> what do you do when your sixth grade daughter doesn't want to homeschool? You say, hey, tough, you're homeschooling. Like everything uh, in life, put on these clothes. Kind of. We're going to get in this car. We're going to do this. No, no, okay. no. Yeah, That's yeah. A, little, a little rough. But what I'm saying is, what do you do when your kids don't want to hom- homeschool? We do you want to talk about our story first? Do you want to yeah, answer Yeah, yeah. So let me tell you our story because it is kind of funny. I mean, the thing is we, we've always homeschooled our kids. Um, this year, actually last year we have our, you know, our little brain damaged guy is in a public uh, special needs program. And that's it. Like that's, that's the only one we've had that just went to school. Everybody else has been homeschooled um, until, you know, some different high school things they've done or whatever. But everybody has graduated from our homeschool or gone to homeschool, right? Right, yeah. And so... We've had one. He's our current sophomore in college, and he 
just insisted that he was just did not want to be homeschooled. And yeah, I don't so remember when this started. Probably around fifth or sixth grade. He he yeah junior would high, say, say things yeah. yeah. But this is the kid who was born cool. You know, remember he would he would say things like, "Oh, that's that's so cool." When we'd go clothes shopping, and I'm like, "How do you know you're homeschooled?" I always said <laughs> like, that if you gave this kid a pack of cigarettes, he would have smoked them when yeah. he was like in kindergarten <laughs> because just he was it that seemed way. Cool, yeah. yeah. So he's just like this innately okay. So this now this is a 20 year old who, when we dropped him off at school this last weekend back at uh, Grand Canyon University. Every person knows him. Oh, it was ridiculous. It's even early check-in because he's an right. RA. Yeah, so it's like the, it, like there's the nobody janitor knows him. Oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, you're <laughs> like, back, hey, Nate. You know, I'm like, Like oh. the security guys on campus. Which is, and ridiculous. I'm, I'm saying it's ridiculous, but this is a this genetic is his, thing. Yeah, this yeah. is, I, I know everybody that I, I right. could be on the other side of the world. Right. And, and here I am, you know, the opposite little introvert in my hole with my one friend. But, but Nate is just this social butterfly, loves people, loves interaction, loves what's cool, loves, you know, loves music, loves this, loves that. And he was born this way. I mean, I think he yeah, came out of the womb right. with sunglasses on and like you said, smoking a cigarette. So he's just been that kind of a kid. And uh, around fifth or sixth grade, I think um, he started these rumblings of like, oh, I would really like to go to school. I'd like to go to school. So I remember one time driving with him in the car and um, he's doing this big lament, you know, about, oh, I want to be in school. I want to be in school. And he pulls this fabulous spiritual card out of the air, and he really? says, "Oh yeah, he says, well, you know, mom, the Holy Spirit has really told me that oh, I yeah. need to go That's to school. I need to go to public school." And I, you know, I'm trying not to laugh because I don't. I want to be sensitive to the kid, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my god. Really? That's the card you pulled? <laughs> and so I said to him, well, that's that's interesting, Nate, because, you know, the Holy Spirit doesn't contradict himself. And so what he tells parents trumps what he tells kids. So sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean, the truth is we had just, there was nothing that was leading us that way. Oh, not at all. And even all. with a little bit of a desire that he had, right? we might have thought even, I, I don't remember the time, but I kind of think like, this might not be the best thing for you, pal. Absolutely. I mean, I we did he was so really driven look at all peers. facets. Yeah, yeah, he was so. You're right. That's it. He was so driven by peers and what people thought of him, and um, and you know, I'd say that that's part of the strength of being that personality, as you know, is that you can tend to also really perform all the time. And so there were times we had conversations with him when he was younger about being a whitewashed tomb because he could look so good on the outside, yeah. you know, yeah. hiding all this sin and stuff in his heart, um, but. You know, he's just well-loved by people because he's a people guy. Yeah. So we did. We we considered what are the what are all of the aspects of this uh, wanting to be in school, wanting to be in a classroom, wanting to be around peers. And it was social. I mean, that that's what it came down to because I asked him, what yeah. is it about? Do you want to be pushed academically that you're not being pushed at home? Is there something do you want to be in a Christian school where you really feel like your faith is going to be, you know, growing and whatever? And no, he just wanted to be around friends. He wanted fr- yeah. more friends. He wanted more, more friends. friends. More yeah. friends, you know. So what did we end up doing? Well, we ended up, um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of interesting because uh, our oldest son even asked me, why did you do that? So when Nate was going into his junior year in high school, I finally said, 
fine. Well, we had learned about a charter high school down the road from our home that is a hybrid, a homeschool hybrid. Um, uh, you know, parents are in control of the education, but you could take some classes on campus. You could take some, you know, this kind of a thing. And so I and literally down the road, literally down the road. Yeah. yeah. And I never even knew this existed because yeah. we weren't looking. Um, no. And so yeah. you know, it's eight minutes from our house or whatever. And so I finally said, "Fine, I'm. Let's do it. I'm going to enroll you." So I march him down there. We do the whole process, you know, all this thing, and and he's all set up, and uh, summer's going by, and I'm not even really sure. I don't know where you were on that, but I, I had doubts. You know, I'm thinking, what are we doing? This really is not what. But there was something I about do his remember pushing. One part of it, okay, and that was we were going to go on family vacation. Oh, right, and he was, was going to have to out. stay. Yeah. And stay at home while we went on vacation. Right. I do remember that. We take our vacations in September or October, and that was it. He was going to have to miss, and he seemed okay with that yeah, or whatever. We, we talked through but it. But that was just a reality. But I just didn't feel settled with it. I just kept, but I thought, you know what? And this is where the older son comes in. So he's already graduated um, from our homeschool, and he said, you know, why? Why would you do that? Why did you let him do that? Maybe even a little bit like, oh, I would have, you know, I would have liked to have done that or something. And I said, you know, Hayden, sometimes you just have to let a kid do what it is they think is going to be, you know, the best thing yeah, for right, them. exactly. And let them see. Um, but we didn't think it would, could be harmful. You know, we knew that if there was something that we were like, whoa, yeah, we would we pull them right out. You know, that. we'd whip them right out of there. But it was just like, okay, let's let's do this for you. Okay. So we did it. So we did it. Let's go. Yep. August, two weeks before school was going to start, I'm in the kitchen and he walks in and he says, Mom, I've changed my mind. I want to be homeschooled. Right. And you have zero prepared for this year. No, I picked up my phone. I texted my girlfriend and I said, I'm going to kill this kid (laughs) because I had absolutely nothing prepared for his junior year. He had done um, half. We had taken a Sunlight High School year that was really fabulous and broken it in half because if you're familiar with Sunlight High School curriculum, it's a ton of books, a ton of reading. And so I said, well, we'll spread this out over two years for you, the reading. And so he had done half of that. and, And I thought, well, he could just go ahead, you know, and plunge on with that that um that sunlight year but that friend that i texted was a classical conversations tutor for the high school year you know that's that high school year he would have been that year and her daughter was going to be at it and they're good buddies even to this day and she said put him in my class and 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 the deal was it was on the other side of town yep and we that was was why it wasn't even an option right we're not gonna we're not going to go across town just for, one, for you. Yeah, for one kid when and we have living out you know, in the country where we do seven others. Yeah, they're they're just a few miles away down the road, and mm-hmm. they said we'll pick them up on the way. Yeah, she we'll said I'll, I'll take him in. He'll, yeah. yeah, and so it it was so such a perfect fit. You know yeah. that there was a total peace in that decision. Um, and then our high school freshman did the same thing. We just signed him up to that year, and the so two of them together. did classical conversations. Yeah. yeah, and it turned out to be. He says to this day that was his favorite high school year. It was fantastic. Yeah. Unfortunately, then we had a decision to make the next year because our classical conversations in our area didn't have 
um, tutors for the next year yeah. of, of uh, classical right. conversations. And so he was back home again that senior year. And he will tell you he doesn't feel like he did anything that senior year. Now, yeah. I had things required of him. He did take an online government, um, AP government class from Patrick Henry College. He finished the course. He did fine. And then he didn't take the darn APT, AP test. <laughs> like, he, what yeah, in the world? He so just decided funny. not to take it. Well, of course, now as a college student, he... You know, says, yeah, oh, I could have had that class so done. He, you know? he then so lots of lessons learned here is what I want to say. Lots he, of lessons learned. And took a gap year. And eventually, guess what, folks? He got into college with great honors yeah. and got a great scholarship and improved that scholarship this year. So, yeah. you know, we, we just drove with him for th- 14 hours on the way to Phoenix and then <laughs> and spent a few days with him in the in a hotel while we got ready. You know... He is doing fantastic, yeah. and so let's let's take a break and let's come back and maybe touch on lessons we learned about that situation, and then maybe give some encouragement to Eileen because we we really don't have a lot of meat for this episode. It was really our story, and then just some ideas that we had. So let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Fletch, and I just wanted to jump in on this episode to talk again about Caroline's Coffee. You know, they sponsor this show because they said yes when we asked if they would, and we asked them because we love them. They make a great product. But did you know that there is an actual Caroline behind Caroline's Coffee? You know, back in the 80s, she bought a beekeeping supply health food store, and it was her youngest son, Trace, who said... Let's start roasting some coffee. And, you know, to this day, Trace is still the roaster at Caroline's Coffee. This week, I am enjoying a roasted bean. It's a Guatemalan Antigua bean. And if you know me, this is my favorite bean on the planet. I love Guatemala Antiguan beans. Now, I've always loved beans from this region of the world. But this one, Trace Roasted, it's a medium-bodied, lightly roasted bean. So you know I'm going to love it. It's loaded with caffeine, which is probably why I can stay up to the middle of the night making these podcasts. You know, for those of you that aren't coffee snobs and don't actually spend time thinking about your coffee, you just drink it, I'd encourage you to try this one because as you smell and then taste it, you will pick up some notes of chocolate and plum with this coffee. It's crazy, but you really can do this. And here's the best part. If you use the code HIRL for hurlers, you will get 10% off every order. Do you know what that means? That means that the coffee you order from Caroline's Coffee will be cheaper than the store-bought coffee you've been buying off the shelf. You know that coffee that's made in some huge factory somewhere and roasted... Um, by people you don't know and then sits on shelves and then travels in trucks and sits on more shelves. That lousy coffee? That's right. Caroline's coffee is roasted fresh in Grass Valley, California. That's in the heart of the gold country. And after it's roasted, it's hand-packaged right there at Caroline's. You know, my coffee comes with a little hand-signed card by someone named Elise, and she even signs it with little hearts. So if you use our code to order your coffee from Caroline's, don't forget, you're going to get 10% off the order. You're going to get hand-roasted coffee. And you're going to get the same love and attention 
when they package it up and send it to your doorstep. I can't encourage you enough. It's carolinescoffee.com. How do you support free podcasts? By supporting their sponsors. Head over there. Let them know that Fletch and Kendra sent you. So we're talking about I love homeschooling, but my kids don't. And we just shared this great story of our son, Nate, and, and kind of his story of I want to be in public school. I want to be in public school. I want to be. I want to. And then we take him right up to the brink, and he decides not to jump in that pool, and yeah. we bring him home. So our listener, Eileen, said, I'd love to hear you discuss it. Well, we just discussed our story. But that wasn't a sixth grader. And I think that's mm-hmm. a distinctive difference. You know, a sixth grader, was it was a sixth grader, she said? Yes, I think six. Yes. A sixth grader is about 11 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a 11-year-old sixth grader right now. Yes. Girl. Mm-hmm. And she's a little, you know, um, every little 11-year-old girl is different. But, you know, we're still really driving her life. Oh, absolutely. You she's know. she's a bit on the immature side, and some of that, I think, is um, her birth order. She's yeah. the third of three girls, and she's got these mature sisters, and she's just not there. She's yeah. still playing with her dollhouse and yeah. you know, reading Nancy Drew, and that's exactly where she needs to be. Yeah, but even so, we're making some of those decisions. This is what you're going to wear. Yes, yeah. To church. We mm-hmm. want you to wear this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go up and... Do they get wear these shoes with that shirt? Yeah. Also, this is what you're going to do today. Yeah, we're going to be gone. This is what you're doing when we're gone. Yeah, currently in our house, you know, with eight kids, she is is she right in the center? Well, she's no, number she's six. The, yeah, yeah, she has the most number of chores. Mm-hmm. So she, she is very driven by us. Mm-hmm. The, we are very much in control of her life. Um, and I'm not making it sound like we're the Hitlers, but she is. <laughs> She just needs a lot of direction right she, now. At the same time, she needs a lot of affection right now. And so, she's getting a yeah. ton of that. Yeah. She's the one I, I kind of hug and pull in and whisper in her ear a lot. Mm-hmm. But my point is, she's not going to make this decision in our house. Yeah. Um, we also have this situ- situation here with our uh, listener that wrote in that they're coming from a public school setting. Yes. Yeah, they've been public schooled and now suddenly... Mm-hmm. We're making this change. So I don't know. Ken, do you want to respond to this on the gentle curve decision as opposed to the sharp turn? Yeah, I think what needs to happen here is you you really need to listen to her heart. She needs to feel like she's been listened to, her concerns. So if it's social, if she's thinking, I have all these friends, or if it's the fact that junior high was what she was looking forward to, you know, she's going to be in big junior high. You know, those, whatever it is that she's concerned about not having at home, you need to, you need to go there. You need to have that conversation and go there and ask her and say to her really, well, this is the thing, you know, the Lord is really leading us to, to bring you home and to homeschool you. So how can we meet in the middle? How can we, and I don't know that I'd use that terminology, but, you know, how can we Well, how can we address to, some of your... Yeah, how can we address some of your not concerns? Not even those terms. So but, if she says, well, I just, you know, I'm not going to be with friends, then, then, then you need to figure out how she can be with friends and, and make her realize that. If it's, um, if it's Sunday school that she gets to hang out with people, if sports. it's um, sports, if it's 4-H, if it's, uh, you know, any Whatever. number of things that she's involved in. For our sixth grader, it's um, a, a weekly choir, children's choir she sings in. I mean, boy, that is that so important That just fills her, to her social cup. It does. It just fills her little cup. And so, you know, you've, you do really need to make sure that you are addressing the, those little heart needs in her. But at the same time, God has given you 
the wisdom and the authority as the parent in her life. And if you and your husband think that this is what needs to happen, that God is leading you in this direction, you're, you would be disobedient to do otherwise. And, and that can be shared with her as well. That, honey, we'll, we'll never be happy as followers of God if we disobey him. We'll, we'll never be in the center of his will if we just decide we want to do our own thing. And so for us and for you, this is the best decision. And we, we want to make this a really fabulous year. I, I know, too, with some of my kids that were some, whatever negative on some level or you know not looking forward to school or whatever, if I would tell them the things that we were looking forward to doing that year— you know, it, it just drummed up some excitement. So Yeah, I was going to say the flip side of this is not poo-pooing mm-hmm. the other side. Oh, well, you know the downsides of going to public school are this and this and this. And you, yeah. And suddenly you become the biggest critic because I have a feeling that even as a sixth grader, they can learn to set their feet. Mm-hmm. And maybe not physically, but at least in their heart and say, you, you know, you're just being you know, a mean parent. You right. really don't, you know. Right. So do you know what I'm saying, Ken? I, like, do. I, I don't, do. I don't think, like, I would just like, oh, it's such a horrible thing and here's all the reasons and look, it's like a prison. They got a big silver fence around it and, <laughs> you know, kids get pregnant in school, you know, not all that, but like, we're making the better decision for yeah. you. This is a better decision that we're seeing for you. But I love that you said, let's listen. It's It still may never change your mind. Right. But sometimes just l- having someone listen to you, mm-hmm, and hear you out, they get to the end, maybe she'll make up her own decision. Right. Maybe at the end she's like, oh, this is, you know, 11-year-olds don't do this, but... Well, except, you know, just being heard, that doesn't matter what age you are, particularly a female. She she wants to be heard. She wants her concerns addressed. So sometimes even just saying that back to her, if she says, well, I'm just going to miss all my friends, then you can say, oh, you you really feel like you're going to miss your friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. just that can be... Are you talking about active listening? <laughs> yeah, just active yeah. listening. So I, yeah. I was thinking, the thing, the reason I was saying don't poo-poo it, I didn't finish that thought, was, that, and I meant to, was um, if you have to shift gears <laughs> halfway through the year yeah. and put her in to public school, or you know, if that's a decision you make, well, suddenly you have just destroyed this thing that now you're going to have to use. Mm. So it's right. like, oh, I hey, you know, right. this is a choice, but right. we're going to make this other choice. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we in our family have lived by the principle of every kid every year, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. so every year we reevaluate what we're doing educationally for them. And so far, we've continued down this path of homeschooling, but there may come a time when we, for whatever reason, who knows? Fletch, there are days I'm looking for boarding schools. So you're doing every kid <laughs> every day. Happen, that's that's a know. different plan. <laughs> every kid, every kid day, wakes yeah. up every day and says, <laughs> everybody's going to public school right. today. <laughs> Get in the car. I'm no, dropping you off. No, I said boarding school. Oh, boarding oh school. it's <laughs> even more aggressive. So, you know, Eileen, that's at least my first swing at an answer. And we're just talking out loud. Well, another thing, Fletch, that I think is interesting um, in our own home by way of encouragement is we recently, or I recently, drafted an email to our five oldest children. So that would be the 22-year-old down to the 14-year-old. Right. And I, I, I said, you know, some of you may not know why we chose to homeschool. So let me tell you, and here it is. And then some of you probably don't even know what classical education is. That's what we've used in our home. Yeah. Um, and so let me explain that. And you explained it too in a, I in a response. Wrote in a yeah, responsive email, this is right? this is how that is. Um, and then I I said we we have very legitimate concerns about the Common Core. 
And this is a deal killer um, for us in public school settings. So here it is. I want you to read this link about Common Core. There are now 13 states that have dumped the Common Core uh, from their their school programs. Here's why. Because we've got now kids who are around the corner from having their own children um, and making those decisions for them. And we want them to understand why these choices were made. Well, it was, it's been interesting to hear their responses. Now, only two of them have responded. That's the, the oldest two, the 22 and the 20-year-old. And that 22-year-old went on and on about individuality and how he, it just bothers him that a, a public school setting makes no room for kids to be who they are and how God created them to be. And so this is a 22-year-old on the other end of it. He may, and as a sixth grader, have been chomping at the bit to go to school too if he had thought that had been an option. Um, and so I would say you don't need to explain you know, in detail why it is you're pulling well, her out of school. Know, I, but eventually, when she moves into high school in those years, you can have those conversations more yeah. on a level of, look, this is why we made this decision for you. In fact, Kendra, that you started this saying, who did you send that email to? Yeah, the 22, to the 14-year-old. 20... You didn't send it to our 11-year-old. Nope, like, didn't it's, send it She's to too little to she know she wouldn't, this. Yeah. But eventually, yeah. someday, you need to say, and, and I love the fact that we just said, this is why we did this, in retrospect. Because you weren't there when we were making these choices back when you were yeah. five and six. Right. And can you see, like, wait, we didn't just do this willy-nilly. We had right. A, we had an intent. We were following God's will yeah. for you and every kid every year. So, um, you know, Eileen, I hope this was a helpful discussion. Um, you need to let us know if it wasn't. And <laughs> listeners, you need to let us know if, if you think that we were off base or if there's more to add to this story. Um, and how would they do that, Kendra? Well, you can find us on Facebook.com slash homeschooling IRL. Also on Twitter at homeschool IRL. Our website is homeschoolingirl.com. We get quite a lot of email through that website. So if you'd like to email us, please do. And if you have more to add to the conversation, we'd love to hear that too. You know, and I, we can't emphasize this enough. We listen and read everything you send. We respond. I mean, look at Eileen. She sent a question and we responded. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. Next week, what do we have coming up? Yeah, next week we have an episode that's all about homeschooling and adoption. We've been asked for this one, and we are touching on some tender topics. Right, and we have a a nice couple that we've known for a long time. Actually, our listeners are going to be very familiar with the the wife of this couple that comes on and talks. We'll leave it as a surprise for next week. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for being loyal hurlers. Uh, Let us know. Um, how we can serve you better in this podcast. Uh, Don't forget, we want you to run over to the show notes and swing by Hedua and take a look at their planners. We want you to go to Caroline's Coffee and buy some coffee. We want you to take that coffee and put it into a homeschooling IRL travel mug from our friend Cindy. All those in the show notes. We will talk to you next time. The Homeschooling IRL podcast is a part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Every show is written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information on this podcast or to contact your hosts, please visit us on our website and blog at homeschoolingirl.com.